0: Hello, this is the WGN Morning News Podcast. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross McAbee. Each week we talk to one of your favorite WGN Morning News personalities. We ask them personal questions and try to make them squirm a little bit. We dig up the scuttlebutt and dish on the hot goss. Ross, what do you like most about this week's guest?
1: This guest likes me so much that he trusts me to care for his favorite plant, Mr. Miyagi. How about you, Brian? What do you like about this week's guest? I love today's guest because he's
0: open about his Pee Wee Hermit obsession. This is the WGN Morning News Podcast. Our guest this week is morning show anchor Dan Ponce. Dan joins us now. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for pronouncing my last name correctly. Robin's been saying Ponce now for about
2: 12 years, it's so unbelievable. it's Ponce. Yeah, yeah.
0: No. Sarah clarified for me that it's Ponce, <laughs> so I'm so happy that I'm able to. You're very prepared. Thank you very much. Dan, we work for Channel 9. This is a behind-the-scenes podcast where we learn secrets about you. I was wondering if I could ask you nine very personal Ooh. questions. Are you willing to answer my questions? Absolutely. Alright, time now for nine very personal questions. These are nine very personal questions all right dan are you ready yes question number one what is the best dessert
2: oh that's easy the best dessert is my homemade apple pie i make it from scratch my grandmother's recipe she taught my mom my mom taught me and i've actually made my apple pies for the b team and they can back me up on this
0: all right i'll have to check in with them which actor would play you in the wgn morning news movie
2: hmm I would say John Leguizamo or Donny Osmond. I'm gonna go with John Leguizamo. He's a little younger, uh, but I like his sarcasm. I like his edge, um, and I think he's a pretty funny guy. I think he'd, I think he'd do a
0: good Dan Ponce pretty well. I saw Donny Osmond in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat as a child. Yeah, he was actually in studio last week. I got to meet him. Super nice guy. Oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say you have three hours to yourself without any commitments. How do you spend that time? I would probably
2: I would go for a run or a bike ride. Um, I would practice a little piano. Love to play classical piano. Uh, Chopin is my favorite composer. Um, I might read a book. And I love to work in my yard. I love to work in my garden. I love cut my own grass. I like to work on my landscaping, all that stuff. Which movie is the best movie? Hoosiers. Hoosiers, the most inspiring, best sports movie ever, and in my opinion, the greatest movie ever. And note about that, where it was filmed, Knightstown, Indiana, is where my grandfather Grew up and played basketball himself. So I have a very personal connection. Uh, went to Indiana University. Loved the Hoosiers. Love the movie Hoosiers, even though it's not about IU. It's about a you know small town high school basketball team that goes all the way. What is your favorite word? Favorite word? Oh, geez. Um, I'm going to go with uh, rutabaga. It's just kind of fun. Rutabaga. Who doesn't like saying that word? It is fun. Rutabaga. <laughs> Least favorite smell. You know, I'm going to go with like like mildew uh like kitchen rag or sponge
0: that like mildewy smell that's yeah, like, unpleasant oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not good when you order a pizza where do you like to order from and what are your go-to toppings
2: oh i'm gonna have to go with my uh, the pizza place i grew up uh eating well in wilmette it was called piero's there's still one i believe in highland park and we'll get it for uh, carryout every now and then uh piero's pizza my go-to toppings sausage and green pepper what do you think happens when we die Oh, that is very personal. Well, I think I think that you join God. Uh, I'm a Christian, and I, I believe that you do join God, and I'm hoping it won't happen for me for a while. I turn uh, 46 in December, so I'm embracing my middle age. Uh, I got a colonoscopy scheduled here for December and trying to inspire other men to take care of themselves sure. and proactive health. <laughs> yes. But I do believe you join God.
0: If you weren't at the old number nine, where would you be? Well, if I wasn't at Channel 9, I would probably
2: still be touring with my group, Straight No Chaser. Um, I had a very crossroads decision I had to make uh, many years ago about returning to television or continuing with my music career. Um, I decided I missed television. I decided I really didn't like, you know, life on the road that much, as much as I love music. Um, but I know that if I if I if I wasn't at WGN, I would still be a full time musician.
0: That was question number nine. I had one last bonus question. It's a little controversial. Okay. This is a bonus controversial question. I can handle controversy. Some folks may say, "Oh, Dan Ponce, his dad's on TV, his brother's on TV. Isn't this nepotism?" Mm, yeah. Well, honestly, like we've we've been dealing with that our whole careers. I mean, my brother and I both have, uh, especially you know
2: Twitter and I uh, just got the job because of his dad. I think we're kind of past that by this stage in our careers. But when we got to Chicago, uh, geez, I'm going back to 2005 or 2006. I mean, I had to deal with that, you know, all the time. I'm in my 20s. Was a young reporter. I'd only been in Lansing, Michigan, for a little over a year, and I got hired at at Channel Seven as a as a street reporter. There as a general assignment reporter, um, and people right away. Oh, he just got the job because of his dad. His dad, you know, helped him get the job. I'll tell you what. My dad didn't do anything to help me get this job, and same with my brother. Didn't make any phone calls. Didn't do anything. I think that his last name did help our cause, given who he is and his reputation. Um, but, you know, I think we did have to deal with the the nepotism accusation and we had to, you know, work hard to prove that we were capable, enthusiastic reporters. Um, and I know he's, he's very proud, but, uh, yeah, the nepotism thing we've been, (laughs) yeah, we've been dealing with that for a while. Uh, but I'd like to think that we've, you know, that Anthony and I have, have developed our own reputations and, and, you know, we've moved on from that. I think so too.
0: Thanks. All right, this has been nine very personal questions. These are nine very personal questions. You're listening to the WGN Morning News Podcast. More with Dan Ponce coming up. This is the WGN
2: Morning News Podcast. I'm Dan Ponce.
1: Hey, thanks, Dan Ross. I heard you found a clip. Yeah, Brian, I found a clip featuring this week's guest, Dan Ponce. Then I guess we should play a clip. Let's play a clip. Let's, let's play, play a clip. clip all right dan this segment is called let's play a clip and this clip shows off your love of springfield i do homer i do chief wiggum i do, I do you, don't, you don't do
2: any of them right now so yeah. why no, are I you just, teasing I the can't. people with all the talent can, and they not go gonna and gonna showcase you, you know, I, I, do one yeah you got come money on, dan. Come on, yeah. your Looney tune is over drugs bunny <laughs> see? chief wiggum just got to twist his arm do homer
3: uh, I wanted a peanut.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm really glad you were talking
1: about that Springfield and not <laughs> right.
2: our Springfield, Ross.
1: Can I put a quarter in you and have you do Homer, uh, Chief Wiggum, do some other I characters for I can do us? that
2: for you, yes, yeah, just this one time. Who do you want to hear first? Let's hear Homer. Let's hear Homer, okay. Lisa,
1: there's no such thing as vampires. Those are only make-believe, like goblins and Eskimos. What about Chief Wiggum? What would he have to say? ha. <laughs> Ah, oh, jeez, Ralphie. What is your
2: fascination with my forbidden closet of mystery? <laughs>
1: that was great. I heard you do uh, a Family Guy character as well. I, I can kind of do a, a Peter Griffin a little bit. Let me try. Um, Let's hear it.
2: I have a funny feeling that somehow this is Meg's fault. That's pretty
1: good. Okay. That's All pretty right, good. Uh, <laughs> I, I do a creepy old guy. Uh, oh, the, the creepy do old guy creepy from old Family Guy is like...
3: Hey, Kyle, would you like to come into my basement for a cookie and a
1: glass of wine? I got some popsicles down in the <laughs> cellar. I think uh, somebody just sent us a conversation starter. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Uh, do you do any other impressions? Uh, coworkers, you workers know, Anyone of, else? Yeah, most of my imitations,
2: I... They're not. I don't do that many celebrities. I think I focus on a lot of like coworkers. Um, yeah. Um. There's Rick Strasser here. Hey Dan, Rick Strasser. Want to remind you of your love of breaking news. We're going to send you to 95th and Halsted. Uh, Jim Spolsky is going to meet you there. We'll see you live at five. Spot on. Right, yeah. Spot. You have to know Rick Grasser, but it's I do good.
1: a Pat Tomasulo doing Larry Podesh. Oh, yeah. I'm Larry Potash. Uh, thanks, Dan, <laughs> yeah. for coming on <laughs> to the podcast. All right. Well, this is the WGM Morning News podcast.
0: Stay tuned. We've got a fun surprise coming up next. Time now for checking in with Conrad. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hey, Paul. Hello. Time for checking In with Conrad! Each week I check in with Morning Show weatherman Paul Conrad. Let's check in with him now. Hello, Paul. Hello. We're headed back to fantasy
1: costumes soon. You excited to do some costuming? I love doing costuming, although, you know, I think we've been doing this like 15 or 20 years, so coming up with something fresh and new and that I still fit into is always a challenge. But I'm up for the challenge, and I promise it will be a fun time. I'm excited to see you rise to the occasion. Hey, what's on your mind today? Uh, I've been worried about uh, things that are showing up in my spam uh, junk mail. Uh, A lot of them are related to um, body parts and um, sexual stuff and um, appendages and things like that. Yes. And like I'm not um, Googling this stuff. I'm not... um, you know, doing searches on it. And I'm trying to figure out why it's coming back to me so much lately. So that's what's on my mind.
0: Mm, I hope you get that figured out. All right. This has been Checking In With Conrad. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hey, Paul. Hello. Time for Checking In With Conrad. Coming up, Dan Ponce sings a song for us. You're listening to the WGN Morning News Podcast. We're joined this week by Dan Ponce. Dan anchors the WGN Morning News from 4 to 6 a.m. alongside Lauren Jiggetts. But he's also a very talented singer. We thought we'd test his pipes with a new segment we're calling Let's Get Musical. Let's get musical. Musical. Dan, are you ready to get musical? Are you going to have me sing? Duh. Okay. We'll ask you to sing a series of songs and see if you can dazzle us. Wow. Are you ready? Sure. I wish I had my piano, but I can do it acapella. All right. First up, your song by Elton John.
3: And you can tell everybody, this is your song. I know it's quite simple, but now that is done. I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind, that I put down in words. How wonderful life is while you're in
0: the world. Beautiful. The listeners can't see it, but Ross and I were holding each other. It was a little awkward, but then it became not awkward somehow. It was right. very it, loving. It was beautiful.
1: Next song Bohemian Rhapsody Ooh. by Queen. Mama
3: just killed a man. Put a gun against his head.
2: Pulled my trigger, now he's dead. Freddie Mercury can sing a little higher than I can I think it's
0: safe to say, but I love that song Okay, those were easy, let's up the ante Life on Mars by David Bowie, you know that one?
2: That, dude, I could not I could not even attempt to sing some David Bowie I love that, but that's one song where I just be like You know what, I don't want David Bowie to roll over In his grave right now, I'm not going to
1: attempt to sing that one My voice is like, give me some like 80s I was going to throw a country song at you Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton You're a smooth this Tennessee whiskey,
3: you're a sweet strawberry wine. Yeah, isn't that the one? Yeah, the that whiskey? nailed there.
2: Yeah, yeah, I love that song. Stray no Chaser does a killer
0: arrangement of that on tour now. Yeah,
2: is that right? Yeah, I don't, I don't sing, I don't sing the solo on, but
0: uh, <laughs> I was in the background parts. What else you got? Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. That's a oh my darling.
2: And then it goes, wait,
3: my darling, I hunger for your touch.
1: Yeah. That's pretty good. And we wanted to end it on an easy one. We've been kind of hard on you. Uh, I will always love you oh, by okay. Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can do it. Okay, but I'm going to do it like down eight octaves. Okay. And uh
0: to sing that was wonderful i was up there yeah Yeah, i I got a good falsetto thank you this has been let's get musical let's get get musical musical more with dan ponce after this This is the WGN Morning News Podcast. We're here with Dan Ponce. Dan, you're an anchor on the WGN Morning News, but as we just learned, you're also quite the singer. What's it like juggling two careers?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really lucky that I've been able to have two careers. I will admit that one of them pays the bills. <laughs> which is why I'm still here at at WGN. I love being here at WGN, honestly. It's uh, working on The Morning Show um, with Lauren Jiggetts and Morgan and Marcus and Sarah. It's really a a dream team, and it's a dream job. I I say that sincerely. Um, My heart, my passion originally was always with music. I studied music at Indiana University along with journalism. And for most of my life, I thought I was going to be a full-time professional singer songwriter musician big break came with straight no chaser when we had the viral hits on youtube we got signed to atlantic records and at the time i was a reporter at channel 7 and i quit my job which i mean that was a big job to give up i was uh you know i'd been there three years and was really excited to get that job and we had this hit and atlantic records came call and said let's make a, a record and i quit my job and um to do music full time and really kind of take a big risk.
0: Did it take you time to like make that
2: decision or did you know immediately or? You know, I knew that it was the right move when our album, it was a Christmas album, our first one we did with Atlantic Records called Holiday Spirits, went to number one on the charts. At the time it was iTunes. And we knew that we were sitting on something really special and I would always regret it if I didn't at least give it a shot. So it was tough. I mean, I had worked hard to get to Chicago and you know, I was doing you know, good work at Channel 7, loved working there as well, and made the decision to leave and to go full-time singing a cappella music. At the time, I was juggling both. We were recording on weekends, and we were kind of just seeing if the group would take off, and when it did, uh, I had a very serious decision to make, to leave journalism in Chicago to be a full-time touring musician. Um, I honestly consider myself very lucky to have even had that decision to make. I mean, to choose between two really wonderful options. But I remember being in New York um, at the offices of Atlantic Records when the CEO, his name's Craig Kalman, he's the one who signed us, said, okay, guys, it's time. You either are gonna do this full time or not. And um, it was a really, really emotional decision to, to walk away from television, to roll the dice and to see if I could make it as a musician full time. Um, we weren't really established at that time. We weren't, you know, super well known. We had this viral hits on YouTube. PBS was getting ready to, to do a, a TV special on us as well. But I think there are just a few crossroads that people get in life where you, one decision will determine where your life is gonna go. You know, it happens, you know, early on when you choose which college you're gonna go to or what city you're gonna live in or, you know, if you have a significant other, if you're gonna spend your life with him or her. Um, That one was really, really tough. And I remember just like breaking down the emotion just came came flushing in just, you know, the gravity of leaving your job to try something else. And I think many artists maybe have have experienced that where you choose, you know, sort of the risk over something that's steady and consistent. Um, You know, equally, when I had toured for a couple of years uh, with Straight No Chaser, we had two gold records. The group really, really took off. Um, it was an equally difficult decision to leave Straight No Chaser to come to WGN. Um, so I think those are, you know, life-defining moments for me. When I, you know, you really are put under the gun to say what is your decision and what are you going to do. And I'm really glad I, that I chose WGN honestly because I, I love working here. What made you decide to leave Straight No Chaser and to come back to television? It's a really good question because people, when I made that decision. Really thought I was pretty crazy that I would walk away from such a successful touring group. But the truth is, Brian, I didn't love life on the road. I liked the concerts, but the concert, I'll tell you what, is the very, very, we hate cliches in the news business, but that was the tip of the iceberg. There was so much that went into touring, being on the bus. A lot of arguments. Um, We fought over money and over, uh, you know, uh, music and repertoire and dealing with the politics of a record label. I didn't love all that. Um, I really liked just getting right down to the music, and the music was a very, very small fraction of what it means to be a full-time touring musician. So I just wasn't ready to continue. If I was younger, you know, if I was in my early 20s as opposed to, you know, late 20s, early 30s, I might have continued on with the road and, and stayed touring for a little bit longer. But I knew the time was right, and I legitimately did miss Broadway podcast. And when WGN offered me the job to come, they said that, you know, I could also be an anchor. Um, So I was, uh, you know, I filled in all the time for Mark Sapelsa, who was the main anchor at the time, did a lot of weekends. And that led to me proving myself as an anchor, which led to me being on the morning news. So I I was thankful for that, for that path, for sure. Do you have any regrets? I don't have any regrets. Um, I definitely miss touring sometimes. If I had it my way, I could do like a you know Army Reserves uh, two weeks, two weeks, you know, month out of the year and tour and sing. I wish I could do that, but you know the group is a full time touring group. There's no way they would just let me swoop in for for one month of touring and then go back and not. I couldn't get a month off of TV anyway.
1: What do you think a Dan Ponce on the road every weekend would look like if you had oh, taken that decision? Gosh. <laughs>
2: like I said, Ross, like I I would love to be able to do concerts, you know, a couple times a month to get that yeah, energy out of your system. There there's nothing more exhilarating than a packed live house and doing, you know, music that you wrote for fans who love your music. I mean, it's it's it, it never got old. Um you know, I I I still get a rush every now and then with WGN Morning News with the with the wacky stuff we do. I mean it's it's just a lot different and I think there's actually a lot of similarities between television and music. You know, you have a live audience, you're, you know, communicating information um, so I think that my music background has helped, you know, my TV career
1: a lot. Is it cool to see your daughter kind of follow in your footsteps? Yeah,
2: absolutely. No, it's been my, it's been, you know, I think that's a obviously a you know cliche game changer when you have kids, but it really is true. You know, your personality changes, your priorities change, uh, you calm down a lot, you you figure out what's really important and what's and what's not. Um, but teaching her piano has has really been a has been a highlight. Um, she's really talented. It's something that we. Share together. We do almost every day, even if it's just for 10, 15 minutes of practice. But that's definitely, I think, a you know, a, a true legacy. Is you know, my my roots are classical piano, and to be able to teach her piano as well has been has been really special.
0: So, your daughter's how old, and she's been playing for how long?
2: Yeah, she's nine years old, um, and I started her when she was four, so she's been playing about five years. And if you go to Instagram, I, I occasionally post a video of her playing, and you'll you'll be impressed. She's very good.
1: Is she going to be better than dad?
2: That's a good question. I think that. I was probably about that good when I was her age. My parents were really driven to make sure that music was a part of our lives. I remember when I was young, you know, every kid goes through the phase where, like, I don't want to do piano. And you're like, no, you have to keep practicing. And they said, one day you'll thank me. And, of course, it goes on to be my career for you know the first part of my life. So I was very thankful that they made me stick with piano because that led to orchestra, that led to singing, that led to you know, going to Indiana University to study music to starting Straight No Chaser—you know—it all came from that foundation of of learning music as a kid. Do you think Lauren Jiggets realizes how much you gave up for her? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what Lauren is is a dream co-anchor. Uh, we've been friends for a long time, way before we became uh, co-anchors together. But um, really, I, I, you know, I hope she doesn't hear this because I don't like to compliment her too much. You know, I like to save those, but she is the best of the best, and I'm very, very lucky to work with her. It's a shame that she's not very telegenic, you know. She doesn't really look good on camera. Um, but we're working with a consultant to try and get her image, so she understands that this is a visual medium, so she can just look. So if she could just get her looks together, she'd be the full package. Um, but like I said, we're working with a consultant, and uh, and once she does that, she's going to be the complete package. And Lauren, the best we're, we're in. shaking our
1: heads. So
0: I'm I'm not. I liked it when he said I don't want she's to compliment her me. too much, <laughs> and so I'm glad that we kept her head from getting too big. Yeah. There. Yeah. No. Love you, Lauren. Well, Dan, each week we ask listeners to call in and ask a question for our guest. Here's a voicemail from this week. Please
3: leave your message after the tone. When done, hang up or press the pound key. Hi, this message is for Dan. I, My name is, well, I don't want to share my name. I'm just wondering why I haven't seen him at Soho House
1: lately at our usual time. Let me know. <laughs>
2: Wow, I don't recognize that voice There's a little suggestive tone In her uh, in her question there um, Wow, Soho House Yeah, I haven't been a member there in quite some time uh, Since I moved to the Burbs But uh, that was a good time there We had we had some good times at the pool Great group of friends there A lot of really interesting creative types at Soho House um, I still get back there I'll try and figure out who that was And, uh, and maybe buy her a beer or something <laughs> That's interesting, you
0: don't recognize the voice Okay, let's try voicemail number two
3: Smelly Cat, Smelly Cat, what are they feeding you? Smelly Cat, Smelly Cat, it's not your fault. You're at Soho.
2: Bye. I think that was Jindra. I think that was Sarah Jindra. We did a Smelly Cat duet. We worked on it for a long time. And, uh, uh, you know, Jindra is a very good singer as well. And we may have to uh, reprise
0: that, that duet at some point. All uh, right, here's one more voicemail.
1: Hi, Daniel. This is LJ. I wanted to talk to you about something serious. We need to set aside uh, four hours on this Monday. I'm thinking from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. We're going to meet in the newsroom and talk about our feelings for about, I would say, oh, gosh, maybe half an hour. That's just going to be one person. We'll take a five-minute break. We'll return. We'll talk about feelings again for another half hour. I need you to be awake and engaged during this entire time. Then we'll take another five minute break. We'll come back. And you know what? I think we're going to talk about feelings again for the next half hour. And, you know, I think in the last half hour. Let's talk about feelings again. I think it'll be super productive. I'm super excited about it. Uh, make sure you set aside that time. Thanks so much. Bye.
2: Okay. Yeah. She's hitting on a couple of points there. Uh, you know, I'm not the most patient guy and uh i don't really talk about my feelings very often um (laughs) so uh yeah she definitely she definitely uh twisted the knife there but uh um i think if you if you throw in maybe uh you know a little tequila maybe maybe some bourbon uh you know a glass of wine you get me to loosen up and maybe open up a little bit
0: more all right we got one more
1: hello daniel this is jim smith of northwestern university we understand you've been telling people that you graduated from our esteemed graduate program at the medill school of journalism we have no record of you graduating or even attending this school in fact I reviewed the transcripts you sent over from some Indiana university, and they appear to be printed on some sort of cracker. Please cease and desist.
2: (laughs) Oh, I love my B-team very much. Well, I would say that I I have documented proof that I did, in fact, go to Northwestern uh, class of, uh, let's see, graduate class of 2004, Um, so I will have to provide some documentation to that. Uh, but, uh, so I'm not
0: sure who that jokester was. Well, for everyone at home, these were all prank calls from the B team. The first one was from, uh, Morgan. That was Morgan. Okay. The second one was Sarah Ginger. The third was Lauren Jiggets, And then the last one was Mr. Marcus Uh, Leshock. Uh, those were all prank calls, but we do actually have two real voicemails. So let's just do those real quick. These are actually real.
1: This is a question for Dan Ponce. Um, I was just wondering if you grew up in Indiana. Because I know you went to IU. That's my question.
2: Okay. I did not grow up in Indiana. I was uh, I lived in Indianapolis uh, until I was six, but then we moved to Wilmet. So I consider Wilmette my hometown where I grew up. Uh, yeah, I went to New Trier High School and then went to Indiana University. Indiana, though, I do consider my home away from home, especially Bloomington, home of Indiana University. Uh, my father is from East Chicago, Indiana, from the region. My mom's from Indianapolis, so they're both Indiana. So Indiana... Home away from home. All right,
0: we have one more uh, voicemail. It's about the um, WGN Morning News Glee Club. Okay.
1: Hey, Dan, this is Tom. Uh, I've been trying to get a hold of Conrad. He's been ghosting my calls for months. I've been trying to reach him to see when the uh, WGN Glee Club uh, tryouts are. And he's just, I know he's avoiding me at this point. Can you kind of help me out, figure out where those are?
2: Thanks. Yeah, Tom, I will put in a good word for you. I'm going to need to hear you sing. But uh, tryouts, it's a very elite group. Um, I'm actually not a member of that group because I didn't make the cut. Uh, they didn't. That's they, right. They, and it was a little awkward considering yeah. I have, uh, you know, started this you know world-renowned uh, touring group myself, but I somehow didn't make the group that's here at WGN. So very awkward, little sore spot here, but um, right. Tom I don't know what to tell you man Uh, Call back and give us your best Yeah just sing something for me So I can hear your
0: voice And I'll I'll put in a good word for you To Conrad Don't forget listeners Next week we'll be talking To Morgan Kolkmar. If you've got a question for Morgan Or any of the morning show anchors Call 773-883-3323 One more time That's 773-883-3323 Dan do you have anything to promote Like a movie or a book Or maybe a new album I would like
2: people to go to My Instagram or Twitter And you can have a link To my first solo album That I did a couple years ago But still real proud of it. It's called retrofit. It's if uh, someone made an 80s album today, what that would sound like. Some really great music on there. Wonderful. All right, Dan, do you have any questions
0: for us on the way out? Um, I just want you to not go. Oh, man, we ran out of time. Wish we had more time. I'm like, this happens every time, I know. I don't know how this keeps happening. You've been listening to the WGN Morning News podcast. Tune in next week for meteorologist Morgan Kolkmeyer. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross McBee. And And good morning, Chicago. Chicago. Or whenever you're listening to this. Love you guys.
2: Okay, bye. Thanks for having me, guys. I enjoyed it.
1: Hi, Sarah, it's Ross, Uh, I'm still at Panera, I've been here so long they made me an employee, so I can get us like discounts on bread bowls, Uh, okay, hope to see you soon, call me. WGN
0: Morning News Podcast.